This is Shaka Art Speak. Hey, welcome to Shaka Art Speak. I'm Ryan Letario with my awesome host, Dr. Snacksmell. What up? Snackasmell. <laughs> I haven't had as many snacks lately. Well, so well, well. I don't know that I deserve the title anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, well, I'm, I'm a liar too. I yeah. ate like half a box of goldfish yesterday. You totally did because you had gold, <laughs> goldfish crumbs on your cheek. That is insane. <laughs> it's to take away from the white whiskers in my beard. Totally. Also, it's a reference to uh, the Golden Girls um, thank you that's attached to anyone who supports us on Patreon. Yeah, because we do thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being a friend. Um, yeah, so we're we're doing a this is a a, a chilly below thirty. You know, it's, it's been snow and it's winter. Are you, are you saying it's way below thirty? Way below thirty, and that's a wrap, folks. We'll catch up with you next time. <laughs> World record. World record. Just kidding. But uh, in all seriousness, no. You know, one of the things that um, uh, is kind of like not talked about a lot, and we've hit at it in episodes. I think we did it in, with an episode with Katie Becker. If you want to go back and check that great episode, please Shout do. Out to Katie and Matt. Um, but we, you know, just like spaces and workspaces in. You know, I guess I guess where I'm coming from and thinking about this like kind of soccer ball to kick around for a little bit is the importance of so there's a couple of things. There's the importance of having a space. Yes. If you don't have a space, defining a space yes. in a, a pop-up kind of way. Mm-hmm. And and then there's the um having had the space, not letting the space overrun you to the point that it dictates your work. Mm-hmm. And so actually taking the time to reset your space, which I'm mm. on the verge of, meaning yeah, like that's tough. Fre- a freshening up, a <laughs> yeah. putting away of things, a kind of resetting. Like So for me, it's like I, I got some pallets I need to peel. I got some boxes to put away. You know, there's a kind of a subtle accumulation of stuff yeah, yeah. that can positively feed your creativity, but also can start, start to trick you into thinking it needs to be there. Mm-hmm. And then when you remove it, you realize, oh gosh, I needed that. Oh yeah, it it's was like a, my ability. It's like silt on the bottom of a river. Like yeah. it's nice, it feels good on your feet, but once it gets big enough, like the river stops flowing. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, just yeah. doesn't there's, work. There's mass, <laughs> yeah, there's a critical mass point, and you know, I was even thinking about it like that example I've given oftentimes. But when you, that game when you're a kid, you you know, you have someone hold your arms down uh-huh. to your oh, side, yeah. and then you keep pushing against it, the resistance, and then they lift their arms up, and your arms feel like they're going to float away. Yeah, there's a way where you don't realize how much a space can be weighing on you Mm -hmm. until it's put back together. Man, I can. Yes. So, um, you know, COVID hits and suddenly we're teaching from home and, you know, my home was not set up for my office. My office is on campus. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we have a smaller house, so we, we didn't, it wasn't some extra room we could just convert. Um, so I built this little makeshift desk and it was in an open space in our bedroom and I would get up out of bed and I would walk five feet yeah. at best to this desk and I sit down and do my work. Um, and it was fine. Like it worked. It's, sure. it's what, you know, it's the port I needed during that storm. Um, but you know, as things started to like stretch out and we had further, uh, semesters kind of doing this, um, it was like, okay, well maybe it'll still work. Mm-hmm. And it was a stretch. Yeah. So at the start of this semester, um, my wife was like, you need, you need space. You need to get out of the room. Like for your own good. Right. Um, And so we rearranged a few things and we turned um, one of the rooms into like a a mixed use sort of space. Yeah. And it's got, it's a desk. It's a dedicated office for me during the day. And that space 
I mean, like it feels like a completely different life mm-hmm. just because that space, one, feels like it's supposed to be there, mm-hmm. even though I don't, you know, it's not just my office, it's sure. other things. Um, but also because it's it's it, it's in a location where I don't feel like I need to just like crawl back into bed yeah. or whatever else. Like the, so the, the demarcation of space yep. and the separation of activities in space like is really huge sure it's really huge so i've noticed that just with that um even having that space separately it's then other thoughts of like okay well creative production in this space or this or whatever else there's other things i want to do but Mm -hmm. those conversations were not happening in my head right at that like makeshift desk shoved in the corner when the when the space opened up it almost felt like the opportunities opened up as well no, I think that's, I mean, so, I mean, I think you're hitting at one facet of the relevance of this. There's the enduring relevance of it because um, it's just a fact of being creative. Yeah. Um, and we're always dealing with, you know, it's like you may have a desk. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've lived in a progressive set of occasions where it's a desk. <laughs> like whatever it is, I've just tried to make the most of it. And oh, I, yeah. I've, I've got a studio that I'm almost embarrassed to have sometimes because, you know, I've, I've grew up poor and in small cramped spaces and kind of like coveted cramped cave spaces and I don't have a cramped cave space anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's slowly accruing a sweet spot of, of clutter. Mm-hmm. And so I'm fighting with myself <laughs> like <laughs> r- around this exact topic in real life. I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh, there's a sweet spot right now. I got enough books around me. Mm-hmm. There's like comforts, you know, they're creative comforts, but, um, but it's, it really is a relevant conversation because so much, so many of us are possibly dealing with, these kind of compounded spaces mm-hmm. that are serving as where we eat dinner, where we talk to friends, how we see family and how we create. And, um, I think that definitional, the, the time that it may, okay. So it's kind of like you have the time that it may take to define the space fresh again, mm-hmm. in contrast to the besetting like normativity or normativity. How do you say it? I think so. Our yeah. Words are, of of the seamless transition between talking to a friend, being with a student, working with a client, mm-hmm. talking to a collector or a gallery, because it's all on Zoom or all on the internet. Mm-hmm. In other words, the gap of transition between those points is non-existent. And if you don't acknowledge that, you can feel like it's too much time to actually define the space. Uh-huh. But what you've submitted to is an acceleration, a close of a gap uh-huh. that's really artificial in not the most serviceable thing to your, your, your general state of well-being. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, it did. Yeah. To it's your like creativity, right. Yeah. Like to your creativity, you know, it's like why some people will say, Hey, you know, if you really need to study, don't lay in bed and do it. Yeah. I'm a sucker. I, I want to read in bed, but I, when I read in bed, it's a different experience than if I'm reading at my desk there, I can get a decent amount done, but it's, it is different. Yeah. I mean, if I've got a high end sports car, yeah, I am driving. I don't have anything close to it. <laughs> but if I have a high-end sports car, I am technically using it and driving, pulling out of my driveway, or at a track day where I'm able to really open it up for what it's used to doing. Right. Right? Like, So the space is definitely, we can see those when we think about those tangibleized things, like yep. objects and space and things like that. Um, and we don't think that uh, our creativity works the same way or that our abilities work the same way or that we're impacted whatsoever. Right. Right. So we'll say things like, oh, well, I've just got a little space or uh, it's always cluttered or I it's it's an afterthought. Um, and we're like, but it doesn't matter. I'm still the same thing. Well, that sports car is the same sports car. Yeah. It's just not able to perform. Sure. 
if if it's not an intentional space or something that we yeah. actually understand what's going on. And when that sport car, sports car is just sitting in that driveway, what's what good is it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. when we collapse these spaces within the digital space and say, oh, it's, it doesn't matter, sure. you know, it doesn't have to be a thing. Like you just kind of you could have the tendency to um, be wasting the really fantastic sports car of your creativity. Yeah. yeah by yeah. letting let it me, sit there. Let me ask you a question in your sports car. Are you eating snacks? Probably not. Uh, okay, no crumbs. I, um, I mean, I'd be. It'd be. Snack crumbs. It'd be one of those things where Doctor Snack Crumbs. <laughs> it would be. I mean, it would be. It would be hard, right? Because all my snacks would be in the like uh, three inch trunk that those things have. Um, but I think it would. It would be one of those where I think what would happen is, my experience has always been because let's stretch this metaphor as much as we possibly can. Do it. Um, is like about snacks <laughs> or, or sports just cars? About cars. Okay, okay. Well, and snacks. Okay, they're good. they're both in it. Okay, so good. it's a. Uh, you know, it starts off where you're like, no food. No one's right. eating food. Nobody's thinking about food. There's no drinks. You're not having a coffee in here. You're not doing anything. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you know, four weeks later, you're in your hurry, and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a coffee in here. I won't spill it. Yeah. And then you don't. And then everything just loosens up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where you get to the space, I think, like in the and studio. You gas in the car, and the new smell goes away. <laughs> that's right. It's like, this is not the Once smell. you do that, you're not getting a new car smell back. No, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, so you're you're that's like that's why you don't bring snacks in the car because you nah, don't want the new you know, smell. Snacks, snacks make things. That's right. Snacks uh, equal things. Yeah, smells so you, and everything. Yeah, you just don't want to do that. Yeah. So, and I think it's you know it's the same thing what you're talking about where you know we could be in our space and either we say oh I, you know this thing will pile up over here and then this thing these things accumulate and now we're in a spot where we're like oh the the place is filthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can't, you know, to go back to the car metaphor, I can't have any friends join me on this trip because yeah. I have got 14 months of McDonald's in the back. Yeah. And, you know, or. I love that, though. <laughs> I love finding an old burger. Oh, I mean, we really, when I was, when I was in high school. Me Never and, heard anyone say <laughs> me and my Me and my best friends, uh, Bud and Danny, Bud Smeavy and Danny Soto, and uh, or Larry, he goes by Larry, but. You're listening, Larry. What's up? And uh, he had a vote, a blue Volkswagen, and we were just dumb kids. We just bored, and there's only so much to do, and we we're trying to not mess up. Yeah. And so uh, we would um, we would intentionally let his car fill up with trash, <laughs> and so we would <laughs> it would fill up past our knees, and there'd be oh, hot dogs in there, waffles, <laughs> breakfast. We'd hop in the car together, go to school. Just dump everything in the car. It's so strange. <laughs> I would never do that now. But we thought it was so funny. And then we'd offer people rides home. And so we'd open the door and trash would fall out. Just Super to see who awkward. would get in with us. <laughs> and then we'd do a ceremonial dump out in the desert. Terrible. I mean, I wouldn't do this now. I'm not, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, and we'd find food in there. like, And it'd be like a debate over like, dude, you actually didn't eat that? Like, you let that go? You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you waste that? And it was like I just thought it'd be great to leave it in the car. You know, <laughs> need that artifact gross, for the dude. future. To, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. What a weird, what a strange time. Needless to say, we probably weren't getting as many dates as we thought we should have been getting, and I never connected why until right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might might have been why. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're just like, yeah, I know how we'll have to go to that date. Yeah, and I don't want to be sitting hip deep in trash. Why do you always smell like syrup? <laughs> It's just the waffles on the floorboard. I didn't wet the bed, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah. So, uh, speaking of spaces, <laughs> speaking so, of spaces. I mean, you know, so the thing was, the, but here's the thing, you know, when we emptied the car out, it was like amazing. You're like, it was like a new car. You had created. Yeah, you're like, you had this car the whole time. Yeah. You're like, I didn't even know the floorboards look like that. And, um, and also in all seriousness, I mean, I, I kind of hate that I'm having this conversation because if Laura is listening, she knows that I like to make messes. Oh yeah. So I'm confessing that. I, you know, it's not always good to do it. So I've given her power right now. She knows. Hi, Laura. So, so I, I'm going to say this because if you're sharing a space with a roommate, a friend, a love interest, a spouse, whatever, Mm -hmm. kids, whatever is designating space and clarifying it is not only good for you, but it's good for the people around you. Yeah. And the extrapolation is, um, you know, it's not like a shrine. You're not making a shrine or you're not you're not spiritualizing the space. Although mm-hmm. some some may, and if you do, that's your thing. But I am saying that it, it's helpful because it it is it's it is a helpful enculturation. Yeah. Um uh making spaces that are anticipatory. Like when you go into a, if you've you've had the pleasure of witnessing a childbirth, mm-hmm. the context anticipates the birth of the child. Oh gosh, so much. Yeah. So there's many things that wouldn't make sense otherwise, but they totally do. Uh, from my experience having, th- you know, with my wife and I having three kids. And so, and I don't want to equate art to children uh, in, a, in any strong way, but there is something about the context that anticipates the birth of a new thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And there's a reason to keep certain things clean. And there's a re- there's a benefit to the clarity that um, we often excuse for creativity. Mm-hmm. And because we never try to do it a different way, we don't know the benefits of the clarity. Uh-huh. So, you know, and I, that's why I say I'm saying this, which is kind of like putting me on the spot to 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 kind of own it myself, which I do and don't. I don't more than I do. So it's just been bouncing around in my head. And now I've outed myself and I'm in trouble for it because people are going to hold me. Y'all are going to hold <laughs> listeners are going to hold me accountable. Like, Well, the, the space I was talking about um, had a moment where uh, – Callie walked in and she was like, we have to spend some time in this room, mm-hmm. which I always know what that means. That means Gareth, you need to clean this up. Mm-hmm. Like she's very, very kind about a- acting like it's us that mm-hmm. caused the problem. Um, but <laughs> the royal it, yeah, in this, in this case, it was, it was just a, you know, so I knew what she was saying. Then that's, you know, part of this weekend for me is, is just that Yeah, you got to get in there and do it. And some of it's because it is at a spot of kind of, um, uh, you know, messiness or disorderliness in such a way that, like, I, I literally can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, it, it physically restricts my ability Yeah, it stops supporting take your space. intuition. Yeah. And it starts to hinder your intuition. Yeah, because there's, I mean, I, like, I pace. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I think or I talk a lot, um, I'll pace. I, I can't even do that in the room. Yeah. So Dude, you're like, starting to describe yourself as, as Gollum. Because if, if someone <laughs> didn't know that Callie was your wife and then you said, Callie came in and said, we need to clean this. We need to clean my studio. Some weird <laughs> golem. That's not golem, but... And then I'm just picturing you pacing. Master. <laughs> Master's our friend. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I, I, the, with the hours I keep in that office... Want studio? I, I feel like golem some nights. Bad golem. Um, <laughs> Bad golem. Sorry, dude. But no, it's a... You know, the, the space, uh, you know, the idea of like refreshing a space, the idea of like just rearranging a space, even like the physical space I occupy, I always like it's it's remotely it is it is not remotely unimportant. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, you know, we, we spend the time manicuring our yards. We spend the time manicuring our homes or apartments, right? Curating everything that's there, where it is, how it is. We do the same thing when we make, right? Mm -hmm. So we do that. And then you come into a studio and you're just like, oh, this doesn't matter to you. Right. You know, so it, it, it is a... And not just harp on the like cleanliness part of it, but you know a good yeah, not a good reorganization is always yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good it to have fun. And also, it, it's it's not even just a reorganization or a cleanliness. Always, even it's it, it's all of that. But not to, it's also uh, the continued act of the it's the practice of care. It's the practice of your body being responsive to things. It's part and parcel to making things that other bodies are responsive to. Yeah. So there's a continuity between the practice of, of responding to the material environment you're existing within, whether it's as, as uh, particular as a desktop to a, a 10 by 12 foot studio or larger, right? So, you know, there's a, a way in which you inhabit that space with the materials that are present within it, that um, that practice is a kind of an attunement that you're hoping others have with the things you make in right. some sense. So, so you're living and breathing the very uh, experience you're you're bringing forward into the plausible lives of others. So you're saying there's something, I don't know, maybe akin to um, a holistic nature of the stuff we do. Yeah, yeah. It always kind of bumps back into that kind of holistic <laughs> picture, that em- embodied uh, dynamism that is an ongoing state of affairs. Mm-hmm. That you're meaning you are a conscious being walking through space in motion with your five senses activated. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, with that, I think it's important to note, like we've talked about, you know, like specific spaces or maybe spaces that are that are shared. But what about uh, what about those spaces that have to act as like pop up or from time to time spaces? Right. Like because mm-hmm. I know there's. There's been periods in my life, and I still go through these uh, from time to time, where my work surface. I mean, right now with some of the other stuff I do, I don't have a studio or like a shed in the backyard or anything. Mm-hmm. So, my workspace for some of the creative work I do is the back porch, mm-hmm. or it's the kitchen table, and it's kind of one of those things where you have you only have this limited window yeah. with that space, you yeah. know, because it's like, hey, we gotta do dinner, or we got people coming to the house, or, yeah. you know, the city says your you back porch lion. looks terrible, yeah. you know, <laughs> or like you got to use the back porch to make a whole bunch of chicken wings, you yep. know, like there's things like that. So how do we, how do we really approach that? Because it, I feel like that's one of those things that I've, I've struggled at, and I don't know if I've ever done well, because yeah, uh, I don't know, it feels like you have to be a lot more regimented in that, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, you take the idea of a shared space, like a shared room, a shared studio, mm-hmm. and you got those boundaries. But then you take the idea of like a shared object, like a table, and those those ba- it becomes in some ways more restrictive. Yeah, the shared aspect is a is a conundrum, right? Yeah, it's like it's yeah. you're drilling down into shared to like a new level. I just level. impose myself on everybody else. <laughs> just I just put there. my dirty socks wherever I want and you throwing elbows. Excuse me, I'm not going to fold up my socks. <laughs> it's like a, it's like some uh, animalistic like claiming of territory. Yeah, it's like it gets I weird. Rub my sock. I'm gonna down let there. that mustard stain later on the table, and you can't touch it. Can't touch this. <laughs> and then like a little MC Hammer jumps <laughs> out. <and starts laughs> doing, yeah. <laughs> my my workspace <laughs> is so hard. <laughs> make me say, <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, dude, I you know I don't know, man. Like that's a hard question, um, and partly because I I've been out of that you know, uh, that aspect for a while now, yeah, just yeah. to be honest. Like, so, I mean, not as, it's just as a fact of not having to think about it as much. Um, 
I do think I do think it full if it's more of an enduring thing. I do think you fold it into the equation. And so like sometimes it's fun to think of um, mobile solutions like yeah yeah like a, like a table that has wheels that can kind of like roll out to the porch, mm-hmm. lock in place, but roll back in and and kind of hover above your dinner table. Mm-hmm. You know, almost like a like a a C clamp. Yeah, like a big cantilever table. Yeah, like a cantilever <laughs> table. Yeah. So, so you make it you make it something. Mm-hmm. And and the signifier of that is additive to the 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 milieu of the room and the mm-hmm. sharedness of it. And so then other people see that and it, it and after a while intuitively it becomes that's the workspace. Yeah. It's trans it's a transformer effect. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the car is a is a table, is a robot. Yeah. But you know, so I mean like so it's like it's work for the work. But I really think life is funner if you approach those kinds of problems with that spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, can you make a table that can roll out and, and exist on your porch and allow you to leave it there and then roll it back in and put it under your... So it C-clamps under your table. It's like a top and a bottom. And so it holds there. So then you're still using other parts of the table, but you know, you've know you made it to where this main space is the main thrust yeah. of the space. I and mean, that's an, that's just a thought that comes to my mind. Well, I think it makes sense. You know, We, li- we live in a city, and if you live in a... If you live in a city, especially in a city that's an older city, mm-hmm. um, there will probably be some sort of prevailing architectural idea that houses hold people, but people don't actually bring things to houses. Yeah. So you'll have crap storage throughout your that's whole right. house. No um, yeah, other closets are like the smallest thing in the world. You, you know, you don't have any like rooms for storage or things like that. So I think a lot of us in those situations, you know, apartment living, roommate living, those sort of things, like you're probably used to thinking through how do I... Like, how do I make sure that all my stuff is here? Yep. What is my closet like? But we maybe haven't applied that to our workspace sure. in the same way. Yep. We just have decontextualized it as like, oh, this is an absolutely other sort of concept. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not um, thinking through that idea of storage. And I, th- I think for me, when I think of how you can make a space like that work, it has nothing to do with the space working. It has everything to do with setup and takedown. Mm-hmm. Like I hate setup and takedown. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's the beauty of a dedicated space is yes. that it's just there. Yep. It, it can sit. So if you're working with something and it needs to sit for three months, it can sit. Yep. Um, but I absolutely hate having like, okay, I got six hours on a Saturday. It's going to yes. take me an hour to get stuff ready. It's yep. going to take me two hours to clean it up. Great. Now I have three hours on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's really then it's a question important. of what yeah. can I use? What can I do in three hours? And the space therefore may actually impact your making yes. in that. Well, invariably it will. So it's like, well, if uh, all I'm going to have on a Saturday is three hours, I might not want to be doing 40 inch by 60 inch paintings. Yeah. It yeah. might not work. Yeah. So those, those are those natural restraints that you look at as thresholds that help you dial in what, what you can do in that season of life, I think. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's always helpful because the most positive standpoint. Yeah. Cause it doesn't mean you're stuck there. No. Right. And that's, that's what we've heard from artists in the past that like, Oh, my space can actually dictate what I do. And that isn't bad. No, it's just an, you know, it's just you decide de- deciding where the threshold is, how much resistance is there. And is it worth it to disregard that or let it work for you or work towards the work mm-hmm. you're doing, you know? And, uh, is your work happening in a um, vacuum or is it happening along a continuum or a mm-hmm. developmental aspect of your life? And that's important in your thinking is like, if you think of yourself as just statically, I only do X, um, that might be helpful to focus, but it also me that X is happening along a developmental line and that oh, there, yeah. are, there are things ahead that can't be estimated. You can't predict that that could uh, alter that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, 
what we're saying is you just have to actually think about your space sure. um, and in a constant way, yeah. not not as a, oh, I've got space now, I just can forget about it, um, or I don't have space, oh, woe is me, yeah. um, but it is actually thinking about it. Well, There's a famous uh, thing, a saying, mm-hmm. faithful with little, faithful with much, mm-hmm. and I think it's true that if you learn to be faithful with what you have, and if that seems little to you compared to uh, the much of someone else, if you disregard that and you just stay faithful to it, you'll find that it'll increase. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it'll be proportional to your growth and satisfying to um, your state of doing it. it it'll, it'll actually accord well. Mm-hmm. And so um, faithful with a small space, faithful with a defining a space, faithful with um, uh, uh, the limitations of what you, you have in this season of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing it as an opportunity, caring about it is a way of caring about and anticipating the work. I think if you get that, I think, I think you can, I think it can, it can bring peace where anxiety typically exists because you're living with the awareness that something needs to kind of be taken care of. And that anxiety often is confused for energy for work, but anxious Mm -hmm. energy sometimes doesn't produce the best work. Oh no. Yeah. I've I've never had that experience where it has. So, um, so yeah, some good stuff to think about in terms of space. Uh, maybe there's some things that have urged you a little bit. Below. And uh, as always, we love y'all. You're Peace a great out. audience. Super 30. Catch you later. You've been listening to Shaco Art Speak, a production of Shaco Art Space. We are an independent, nonprofit art gallery in Richmond, Virginia. We can be found online at shacoartspace.com and in real life in historic Shaco Bottle.